Welcome to another week of the Feel Grateful podcast. I'm Sakeli Lala, your host and also the founder of the Feel Grateful community. I wanted to say thank you to each and every one of you that's taken the time to sit in and listen to my story. I like to plant seeds of gratitude in my daily life, which allows me to focus on my peace, happiness, and now I see the world in a more positive and joyful manner. Have I always been this person? Absolutely not. The journey and the process to triumph over trauma and become a person who I'm really proud of was a journey filled of anger, hurt, pain, self-discovery, self-healing, self-love. And it took a time for me to get to someone who I'm really proud of right now. Am I a whole person? I'm, I'm working on myself. Look, I'm continuing to work on myself daily. And this is my priority and my focus. My focus is to be a better version of who I was yesterday, to learn the lessons of what happened yesterday and leave it there, and then become a better version today. My main focus is to focus on today and each day, knowing that each day given is an opportunity for me to be somebody who I can be proud of, to be a role model for myself, to be my best friend. Dealing with trauma is something that I relived over a daily period. And it was a daily occurrence where I found it difficult to be able to find the joy in today. To deal with an event that caused a high stress environment during that time, the realization came later that it was the event at that time and the trauma was the weight that I decided to carry over an extended period of time. The misery and the pain of what I was reliving over and over and over again was a source monitoring problem that I created for myself. Source monitoring is in your prefrontal cortex. This is the part of the brain that deals with your decision making and your judgments. And my decision making was for me to relive these events over and over and over again. Part of that was as well was because in my hippocampus, the memory, this is the part of the brain that deals with memory, your learning and also your memory reconciling. And during the time frame, I was pulling this memory and then reliving it over and over. And what happened was I created this phenomenon, which is called memory amplification, which is what I was doing was reliving the memory over and over and over again, I amplified the trauma more than the event itself. And it put me in a place of complete sadness, depression. I also find it difficult to see joy in lots of things. And during the times when I fixated on this one event or several events, it would make it difficult for my motor functions to to do things so getting out of bed was a lot harder being able to go through my daily tasks chores or when I was at work it made it quite difficult everything just felt so heavy I was sad a lot and when I gave myself renewed strength it was in a form of anger and it made me disconnected with my emotions and being able to control my emotions. What I understood later was that these choices that I was making was choices that I was deciding. Every decision that I made to act a certain way or to behave a certain way 
was a direct dictation of allowing the trauma to decide how or who I was going to be. One of the things that I'm really proud of is that I didn't allow myself to give up. My mind told me that yes, this was bad. I just didn't know how I was going to get over it or when I was going to have a better life. I just knew that it was going to happen eventually. I just didn't know how or when it was going to happen, but I had no quit. No quit was something that I am really grateful for because the suicidal ideation happened daily. And to be a kid of 11, 12 years old, to have suicidal ideation, to think about this daily and not give up was something that I'm really proud and grateful for because to go through that level of thought process daily and not to give up, knowing that at some point in my life, things were going to change. That was the driving force for me, knowing that the possibility of a better life was there. I just didn't know how it was going to happen. The trauma that I relived over and over again was what happened to me when I was a kid, when I was abused. I also had a stepdad who had a difficulty controlling his alcohol intake. And when he did get drunk, he used to find it funny to burn me with his cigarettes. And later in uh, his relationship with my mother, he was quite violent. I watched him beat my mom several times growing up. And these led to moments in my life where I relived these over and over and over again. So I later made a conscious decision that I had to stop avoiding these memories and I had to face them. Part of dealing with these emotions directly was to stop avoiding them. And uh, I later learned that avoidance is one of the worst things that you could do when you're dealing with trauma, because part of trauma recovery is you have to face these moments, events in life to reconcile with them. And one of the things that I learned as well in the pathway to or overcoming trauma is to forgive these people or these moments in your life and just let them go. And when you liberate yourself, you're not liberating the other people from what they did or what those moments were. You're liberating yourself of the weight of what you've held on to for such a long time. The weight that you carry from the moment the event occurred or the moment that something happened to you is a weight that you decide to hold on to for such a long time. For, for me to acknowledge these things took over two decades for me to get to a point where I started to acknowledge, okay, these are some things that I was holding on to. It's not constructive for me to hold on to these things and to let them go. I didn't start seeing a psychologist or a psychiatrist until I was in my late 20s. That's such a long time to go through life and then finally to see a psychologist and a psychiatrist. And the thing is, at a time I was thinking like, man, I could have done this so much earlier. Can you imagine how pivotal it would have been for me as a 11 year old if I had gone through psychiatric or psycholog uh, psychological help? And these feelings or these thoughts are not constructive or useful to you at all. And it's one of those things that I used to hold on to. Why me? 
why not then? Why hadn't it happened back then? And then they do nothing at all for your growth. They do nothing at all for your self-progress. One of the things I learned later is just to forgive and let things lie where they happen and move forward. The opportunity of today are endless, endless. When I started seeing a psychologist and a psychiatrist to help with these memories and help with the trauma that I was facing, it later became clear and evident that it was nothing more than a memory that I was choosing to relive over and over and over again. One of the things that I realized afterwards was that the weight started to go off. I started to become healthier in body and mind. And the body keeps score when you hold on to these things. You become a person you don't want to become. You pick up these illnesses where there's no explanation to these illnesses. I used to hyperventilate. I used to have breathing problems with no realization what it was. And the moment I started to shed this weight from me, everything started to become more clearer. I started to love myself more. I started to have more confidence. I started to see the world in a more positive light. When I started uh, becoming more forgiving in lots of things, I later realized that things aren't as serious as I thought it was. I started to follow a step in methodology which allowed me to deal with each event and each moment as what it was. It's just a moment. I still do this daily in daily tasks, daily events, daily moments where I spend with colleagues, people in social settings. And it's allowed me to have a more healthy life. I realized that forgiveness is such a great thing that you could give to yourself. And I also learned that when you do forgive, the body releases dopamine and serotonin, which is the body's own happiness drug and serotonin being the body's own natural mood stabilizer. How amazing is that? That when you start to do things for yourself and you start doing things in a more healthier manner, things start to fall into place with you. You stop fixating on things. You can let things go. You don't get easily annoyed or irritated by things. Your thought process is a lot clearer. You start to see in, in things in life that's more enjoyable and more important to you. And you start planting new seeds of joy, happiness, love. And if these things you can give to yourself you can definitely start giving it out to the world. One of the things I read recently was that Mandela's approach, Nelson Mandela's approach to forgiveness was rooted in the belief that it was not a weakness, but rather a strength that allows one to forgive others. That's pretty powerful because I do feel and connect with that because when I started to forgive myself, when I started to acknowledge these memories as what they were, it was nothing more than memories and they didn't hold any power over me. I started to reconcile with the different personas I had created to help me survive those moments through teenage years, through adult years. When I started to reconcile with the memories, I started to reconcile with my personas, I became more and more connected 
with who I really was. I also shared personas of myself that I thought was strength and it wasn't strength. I basically went through the moments of visualizing and this is one of the things that I did. I visualized that memory, the moment or the person and I acknowledged that time, that place for what it was and I embraced the emotions that came with it. All of the emotions, the sadness that came with that. Okay, then plant a new seed of gratitude. I realize that I'm alive today. I'm happy to be alive. So much is going on today. What else? Shame. The shame of what happened to me. Anger. Anger was something that I felt as well. I was a kid. I didn't deserve to have these things done to me. Why did these people think that it was okay for them to inflict this pain on me? I realized that anger wasn't a constructive way to move forward because if I held on to anger, anger can lead to violence in its own right. And realizing this, I didn't want to be that person. I didn't want to be like any of these people. And I realized that the counter for that was love. I started to give myself love. Love was one of the biggest things that I could give to myself. And when I loved myself, I could give love to these people. Realizing these these things, love was the pathway for me to liberate myself and to forgive, which is the last step that I gave to myself. So when I was fully healed, when I loved myself, I forgave these people. One of the biggest things the weight off to my sh- off of my shoulders was I started to take steps to forgive each and every one of these individuals. The person that abused me, I wrote a letter and I wrote a letter saying how angry it was, how unfair and how for a time I felt like hurting this person. And I said that I didn't feel these things anymore, that I forgave them for the things that they did to me. And it was so liberating. When I wrote the letter, it wasn't a letter to the person. It was a letter to myself. It was a letter of love. It was a letter saying that it was okay. That whatever happened to me at that time, it happened. And I forgave it for what it was. It was liberating for me. I wrote another letter for my stepdad and I didn't really need to write a letter to my stepdad because I forgave my stepdad before he passed. Full disclaimer here, I love my stepdad. What shortcomings that he had during his time came with the understanding that I knew that lots of people in the world today have a very, very hard time in their lives and they don't always constructively deal with their emotions or trauma as I have dealt with it and in many ways they end up becoming the people that hurt other people hurt people hurt people and unfortunately a lot of these people end up in their final moments of their lives not realizing who they truly are or discovering themselves or reconciling with the emotions or the trauma that they dealt with and unfortunately they do it to other people i was fortunate enough to forgive my stepdad before his final days on this earth and i told him that i forgave him i gave him a kiss kiss on his forehead and i said i love you for everything that you did for us And I still love you even despite your shortcomings. This is the most powerful thing that I could do for myself. I could see that he cried that day 
when I left him. And I knew that I had, in some way, released him for some of the things that he did. And knowing that I could give this man some peace before his final moments on this earth was enough for me. And to give myself that peace is such a great thing. Knowing that I had reconciled with this person was such a liberating thing for me. And this is what I believe, that forgiveness is a pathway for you to fully heal as well. The body allows you to go through a evolution, a rebirth, reconciling, shedding off all these weights, this pain, the trauma... Over time, you become more and more attuned with yourself and you're more forgiving. You're more tolerant and patient with things around you. Forgiveness is such a great thing. And uh, I live by these things daily. Another thing that I do, which is what I mentioned earlier, which is planting a seed of gratitude daily. It also creates dopamine and serotonin in the body. So join me as I plant one seed of gratitude today. And my seed of gratitude for today is I'm really thankful for being able to wake up today and knowing that I have another chance to continue this vision of mine to support and help other people and that life is beautiful and it's sacred, and we only get one life, and we should always cherish that moment that we have in life, and to go for whatever you feel is possible within the day, and to cherish the day and the people around you. I wanted to say thank you again to each and every one of you that have been patient, that's taken the time to sit in with me. It's been such a joy to connect with people and to get feedback. I encourage you to continue joining our Feel Grateful community. Give us a like, give us a follow. If you can, leave us a review on the Apple Podcast or whatever platform that you do listen in or send us a message directly and then tell us how you feel about our podcast and share something that you're most grateful for. We look forward to seeing you next week. Be well, everyone.